Welcome to Gateway Church Cymru, church where anyone can be transformed by the story of Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Fantastic to be in God's house today, isn't it? It's a privilege we can come and worship Him. And uh, the Lord laid on my heart to bring today a message of encouragement for us all. And these are the words I want you to remember today. That today, you are essential and you are special, every single one of us. And we're going to look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 to 10. And I'm just going to read parts of it through as, as I speak. And Peter was writing to the Christians across Asia Minor, the, uh, the early church. They've been scattered across Asia Minor. And he was writing to them to encourage them that they were one body, we were together. And not to live a worldly way, but to live for the Lord, to live for God. And that's what the Holy Spirit had inspired him to write about. And it says in verse 4, As you come to him, the living stone rejected humans, but chosen by God and precious to him. And that stuck to me. Peter used a metaphor there that Jesus is the living stone. And I thought... I, I've, you've probably all heard it a number of times. You know, what, what was he trying to get at? What did, what did he mean by that? Well, today, <laughs> I've upgraded from plastic bags. Like I've got, I've got into boxes now. <laughs> so, today I brought a brick to church. <laughs> no, I, here's a quiz. Don't shout out because we can't shout out. Anybody know what the indents are on top of a brick called? You can put your hand up if you want. Apparently, they're called frogs. So there are. There's something to learn today. It's frogs. But more important than that, uh, Jesus, Peter Fort said, Jesus is the, the living stone. So I thought, what are the properties of a stone? Well, number, number one, if I can call it a brick, it's very, very strong. That's one of the things we know, don't we? That's why we construct things out of stones and buildings, because they're strong. Also as well, it's very stable. Uh, remember years ago, and it was Sunday school in Sunshine Corner, we used to sing about don't build your house on the sandy land, didn't we? Uh, build it. You've got to build your house upon the rock. That's what we used to sing, because a rock is a firm foundation. And um, if you've ever seen lighthouses, and some of them have been up since Victorian times, they built on rocks and they you know, right out on the shore edge or out in the sea. And absolutely incredibly, they've been battered by storms and everything, but they don't move because they're on a solid foundation. And also, stone endures as well, doesn't it? It lasts for eons, doesn't it? Stones are very, very strong. And that's what Peter, some of the things that Peter was trying to get at, that Jesus is. He's our solid rock. We can build our lives on him. He's our firm foundation. Uh, he's, he's strong. He's stronger than anything, isn't he? We sing that in Kids Club. He's, uh, Jesus is our superhero. And he's, and, but he is. This doesn't feel or anything, but Jesus is a living stone. He feels, he's real, and he's full of life, isn't he? Jesus is life. And you know, Jesus is the living stone. He is the life giver. You know, in the Gospel of John, it talks about Jesus. Everything has got life because of him. Life is in him, it says. And we know 
He is the way, the truth, and the life. And many terms are used in the New Testament. He's the living water. He's the bread of life. Jesus is life this morning. He's our living stone. And the sad thing is, it says here, but many people reject the living stone, don't they? And it's very, very sad. So I know this is being recorded. So if you don't know Jesus today, you know, ask him into your heart. He's the living stone and he'll give you life abundant. And the amazing thing is when we respond to the gospel of Jesus, his offer of salvation to us, nothing what we've done, everything of what he has done. It says there in verse five, you also are like living stones. We become living stones as well. It's an amazing thing, isn't it? God, through his mercy and his love, uh, comes and dwells in us so we become part of him, living stones. So we wondered, we got these stones. Jesus is the living stone. But what does God want with living stones? What does he want with living stones? Well, we know God created everything, didn't he? God is the master creator. You know, when I... Uh, Look up at the sky in the night. I don't know if you saw it this week. We could, uh, you could see Mars quite brightly, the red planet, like a little red dot it was in the sky. I was thinking, wow, God, you hold that in your hand. You created that millions and millions of miles away. What an awesome God you are, the God of creation. Honey, he builds everything, Lindsay, and he wants to use the living stones, it says here, to build into a spiritual house, to build into a living temple. That's what he wants us to be. And our living temple, we know it, is called the church. We're in a building this morning. This isn't the church. You and I are the church this morning. Isn't that amazing? We are a living church. doesn't matter. You know, we uh, go online, the we? Church online. You know, when we connected through that, we are the church coming together, the living church. We are never on our own. We're together as a living body on him. So we are living stones. Jesus is the living stone. So let's look at what we do when we start building. Well, one of the things you do when you start building, I don't know if there's any builders here. <laughs> um, we... First of all, you've got to get your, your levels and your lines and everything prepared. Obviously, you get your materials together. But the most important stone, and Peter was speaking in Jesus' time, uh, sorry, in the New Testament times, was the cornerstone. When you put that stone in, that's your foundation stone. It intersected two um, walls like that. Everything would be taken from that. And if it was out, guess what? Your building would be all over the place. It would be going all different directions. That cornerstone, everything needed to be taken from that, and that needed to be spot on right. You could take all your lines off there and everything. And if you didn't start from that, and as I said, your house would be all over the place. It'd be, you know, like I, I remember going to Black Gang Chai Years ago in the Isle of Wight, and they had a wonky house there. It was an amusement sort of uh, theme park thing, and a wonky house, and it was all over the place. But in reality, if you really built the building like that, you know, it wouldn't be stable. And when things, you know, the elements come against it, it was likely to collapse. But, you know, Peter quotes you from the Old Testament and says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, that the one who trusts in him, that's Jesus, 
will never be put to shame. So, you know, today, the most important thing we can do in our lives is make Jesus Christ the cornerstone of our lives, the foundation of our lives. And I wonder this morning, is he the cornerstone to your life? Have you asked him into your heart to be Lord and Savior? And I wondered as well, Christians, you know, uh, as we go on in life, sometimes we can start to lose our first love for the Lord. And it just challenged me. What am I building my life on? Am I building my life on Jesus as my cornerstone? Or am I building my life on other things? Are things of the world coming into my life? Material things, money, pleasure, myself, that can be a big thing. Am I, am I making myself the cornerstone? And Jesus just, to my mind, fits in as one of the blocks in my life, which is wrong, isn't it? Jesus must be the cornerstone and our foundation. Because if I start to do that, do you know, my spiritual life will start to get weaker and weaker. So we need to make sure these other things, are, you know, the easy way to tell is what occupies our mind, what occupies my soul. Is my life lived every day number one for Jesus? Does he live for me and all the things I want and everything else? So let's make sure Jesus is our cornerstone. So when we set that stone, that cornerstone in place, and we start building from that, the builder fixes each stone in place. Oh, I'm not lifting that brick up again. It's too heavy. <laughs> so I got a little brick. So that's easier. But you know, each individual stone, when a builder puts it together, a wall or whatever, is special. It's got its rightful place, and it's designed, and there's a purpose for it this morning uh, as well. You know, a brick on its own would be pretty useless, really. You know, I could put it over there and it wouldn't do anything. But when it's included in a structure, wow, it's important, isn't it? And you know, the Lord Jesus and God has designed his church with each one of us as an important part of that, as a, a joint building, building together. Okay, put some more together. <laughs> but you know, we all... Jesus wants us all to be together. He, he puts us together. What's brilliant, as you know, if you've seen someone building something, they have to pick up each stone and put it into that wall. And you know, God's hand is on each one of us. Isn't that phenomenal this morning? The master creator wants us to be part of his building and brings us together. And what I love about it as well, each one of those bricks is connected to another brick. So we connect it together. We share the Lord together. We share and we work together for his glory. And that's an amazing thing. We all play our part together in this. Jesus is the head. He's the, the cornerstone. And he's the head. He's the capstone. Is the end. We all come together as part of that in his building. But I thought I challenged myself as well. You know, you just can't. Well, you can. The old dry stone walls are amazing, isn't it? But today we put mortar between the bricks that we to, to connect them together. And I wondered, maybe, what is the mortar in my life? You've got to get a mix right, haven't you? <laughs> You've got to get a mix right. Um, so what is the mortar in our lives? And you know, the thing that binds us together is love, isn't it? God's love. That's the ultimate thing as Christians, what binds us together as a church. There's a song, is it? Bind us together, Lord. Bind us together in love. And that's really important. God's love through his salvation comes into us. His mercy and love comes into us. And then we are bound together as a family in God. 
And the motto in our lives, in our personal lives, I believe, is reading God's word every day, prayer and fellowship. I know we can come together like this as we are on LinkedIn, but we can fellowship on the telephone, uh, online and everything these days, isn't it? You know, we can still fellowship together through many means like that. And it's important, isn't it, that we are committed to each other, we fellowship together and pray together and come here to worship together the Lord, isn't it? As we do. But you know, if my mix isn't right in my life, if I neglect reading God's word every day, if I let my devo- uh, neglect my devotional life, do you know what can happen? The mix becomes loose in my life. And, you know, that brick, if it was loose, when the things come against it, it falls out of that wall. Because I haven't anchored myself in the things of God through the Holy Spirit. So check our own lives. You judge yourself. I judge myself and say, Lord, maybe things are like I haven't been reading your word every day. I have been dedicating my life to you every day. I have been praying every day. But Lord, just I want to be encouraged to do those things to make me strong in your building of your church. When God builds his church, the foundation, as I said, is Jesus. The most important part of the church is Jesus, as we know. But we are all important as well. We are living stones, all part of his church being built together. So we, this morning, are essential. Isn't that great? You are essential. You may feel, oh, I'm I'm a nobody or whatever. Wrong. God says you are essential today. You're special. And it's all we've been built together for his glory. What a fantastic privilege that is today. In verse 9, it goes on to say, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. You're essential this morning, and you are special. God says we are special, every single one of us, together as his church, we are special. A chosen, special people. What a privilege that is, isn't it, this morning? It says we are a royal priesthood. Wow, did you know you're royal today? You are royal. We serve the King of kings, the Lord of lords. There's nobody higher. He is the highest God Almighty. We are a royal priesthood today. And what's phenomenal, I've got access to the King of Kings 365 days a year, 24-7, whenever I need to speak to him or listen to him, i got access to him. Isn't that phenomenal? You know, um, if I want to see Her Majesty the Queen, I'm, I'm not sure even if I could, I would know even how I went about it. Uh, you probably have to write the letter or whatever, but she'd have to invite you and her majesty to come and see her. But I can see the king of kings whenever I need to, wherever I am. I could be here, I could be in the house, anyway. Wow, what a God we serve. And as a royal priesthood, we have a special responsibility as well. You know, a priest is a bridge builder. And you know, God has called each one of us to build bridges to those who don't yet know him. We have to shine God's love to the people who don't yet know him. In our friends, our families, our relations, our neighbors, we are to gossip the gospel. 
So we're a privileged people. We're a, a royal priesthood. And I got my passport by here. Right? <laughs> and on there it says, I'm a citizen of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. And there's a big crest on the front there as well. Better not lose that. Right? <laughs> but when I was eight years old, that's important, but when I was eight years old, I became a citizen of God's kingdom. Wow. My passport is, my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. That's my passport into his kingdom. When I asked Jesus and thanked him for what he'd done for me, for dying on the cross, asked him to forgive my sins and to come into my life and be the Lord and master of my life, my passport now is I'm a part of a holy nation of God's kingdom. It's an international kingdom. Every tribe and nation in the world It's a kingdom of all age groups. It's a kingdom of all times, past, present, and the future. And one day, we'll be singing together with millions and millions and millions of people around the throne. Worthy is the Lamb. Like that song this morning, Worthy is the Lamb. We'll be worshipping the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords together there one day. You can't get better than that, can you? What a privilege we have. We are essential, but we are special people. And how do I even go about thanking him for what he's done for me and the privilege and, and the, how he's lifted us up? Well, it says in verse 9, uh, sorry, verse 10, once you were not a people, but now you are a people of God. Once you, have not, once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. So how would I respond to that? In verse 9, it says this, you may declare the praises of him. Every day, praise him, thank him, praise him. Lord, you are so wonderful. Thank you for everything you've done for me. How the best way we can praise him is it says our spiritual sacrifices. It says, Lord, I want to serve you with all of my heart, soul, mind, everything but me. I love you and I want to serve you to the best I can do in my life. And... When we praise him, we praise him to other people and declare God's goodness and the gift of his salvation to those we are in touch with every single day. We need to praise him, don't we, through doing that. So the conclusion for you this morning, encourage us this morning. Today, you're an essential part of God's building plan, his plan to build the church. One day, soon, Jesus is coming to meet his bride, the church, isn't he? But we have to continue working to be part of his church. God builds the church and we are essential part of that. You're essential this morning and you're special this morning. Each one of us is special. We are living stones. God has a plan and purpose for every single one of us, no matter how young, how old, how strong, how feeble we feel. God has a special plan for us to be part of his church together. Make sure our life is built on the living rock, the cornerstone, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are in a privileged position today. Today, you are part of the royal priesthood, serving the Lord and proclaiming his kingdom to others. So let's praise him today. Let's go to here today, praising the Lord in our hearts, saying, thank you, Lord. I'm essential and I'm special to you. Thank you for everything you've done for me. And praise him and serve the Lord Jesus Christ 
our precious cornerstone for the rest of our lives. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. For more content from Gateway and to connect with us, go to gatewaychurchcumry.co.uk. Have a great day.